0: emotional stability we all want it we all need it but sometimes it just seems so elusive nonetheless it is an important quality for the step parent The last thing that we want is to be driven and tossed by the waves and winds of life circumstances, which includes the unique challenges that the blended family unit can present. So I'm challenging all step parents hone the skill set of emotional stability, master yourself and let's see what happens. Welcome to blended. I am your host, Jeremiah Wallace, and my goal is to see blended families thriving. If you are navigating this experience, then you're in the right place. This podcast is purposed to provide support, information, and the encouragement that we need to fulfill our family's potential. What's happening, everybody? We are on to another fantastic episode. We are into a series right now entitled Qualities of a Stepparent. What we're doing is we are focusing on some of those essential characteristics that make for a great step parent and they are essential, those qualities to the functioning of the blended family. So if you are dating someone and you're like, is this the one I'm gauging whether we fit and if this blend is possible then these are some of the qualities that you want to see present in their behaviors, mannerisms. These are things that you would like to be important to them. Or if you are the prospect in question and you're like, dude, do I have what it takes as a potential step parent or you are a step parent? I want you to think about some of these qualities and you may have some measure of these things going on. And while we are in this relationship and we are in the process of blending, these are things that we want to continue to place emphasis on and develop over time. So many of the things that I talk about, for instance, the last episode consisted of a quickness to forgive. That is for the general population. (laughs) This is not specifically for step-parents alone. We should all aspire toward developing this ability to forgive others quickly because that hatred in the heart and the harboring of ill wills, it doesn't do anybody justice. So these are qualities that we should all have, but considering the unique circumstances that the blended family presents, we want to pinpoint some of these qualities that are especially Important because without them, let's just say that it is very difficult to do life and relationship in the blended family if these qualities are not present and if they are not continually under some type of development. In other words, you better come in this relationship with something and what you came in with is not enough. <laughs> so be better. <laughs> this is I've learned this personally and I am constantly learning and relearning. I promise. So today, one of the important qualities of a step parent is emotional stability. For the sake of the step parent, for the sake of the marriage relationship, for the sake of the kids, for the sake of everything that the blended family consists of, a step parent must be emotionally stable. And this happens like every episode, but I would love to know the immediate reaction to hearing that step parents must be emotionally stable. As some of my listeners, are some of you guys like, well, (laughs) I guess I'm done because I'm a mess. Are some of you guys like check? I'm good. Let me just listen to the rest of the episode to affirm myself Or are some of you guys frustrated because you're like, dude, I am the only source of stability in this dynamic. I feel like the spectrum is vast and we tend to end up anywhere on either end of the spectrum. But uh, emotional stability, essentially, it points to a comprehension and a mastering of ourselves. We have an understanding of our emotional makeup familiarity with the things that challenge us and cause distress or compromise our emotional well-being. And as emotionally stable people, we are also familiar with the things that stabilize or strengthen us. So we are able to recognize at any given moment or for the most part, what we need to do to recharge our batteries or to get back to a point where we have more to pour out. And I want to remind everyone that, again, we come into this circumstance, our marriages, we come into parenting with a degree of emotional stability, or some of us really, we don't have much because of certain baggages, or we are familiar with inside stability in our life coming into these significant relationships where we're not very stable people straight up. We don't have the emotional stability necessary to operate in a way that we believe is best for our family. And it's a learning process over time. But whether you come from dysfunction or you come from a secure environment, so this transition into another stable relationship, Isn't as foreign a process as it is for others, regardless of your story or your experience, we have a degree of emotional stability. But you will need to continue to develop this muscle. And for some of us, this is shocking. Some of us thought that when we exchanged vows, we could remain at the same level of development we were at that moment for the rest of our relationship. But that is not the case. You cannot be the same person on the day of I do five years down the line. It is necessary for us to continue to hone our abilities to do relationship, to strengthen these muscles, to forgive, for instance. And achieving emotional stability is also among those skills and strengths that must be developed over time. And unfortunately, it is not enough to go through a process of unintentional development, you know, when you haven't worked out for a really long time, and then all of a sudden you're helping a friend move. And dude, that's one of the greatest forms of love, by the way. But after Two hours or so of packing things up, picking things up and dropping things, squatting, doing all types of stuff. And you find yourself sore the next day. You didn't, your intention was not necessarily to work out. You knew that there would be some physical exertion, but you weren't intending to go work out like you would if you were to walk into a gym. That is an unintentional form of exercise. And some of us experience unintentional forms of developing emotionally and becoming strong when we face circumstance where it's kind of like, okay, we survived it. We remained intact. However, Unintentional development is insufficient and it can lead to injury. Let's say again, for instance, it's been a couple of years. We haven't worked out. We, we, we have not been to the gym. That's just not our jam. That's not our thing. And then we're helping this friend move and they have this heavy box all of a sudden. And we're an hour in and things have been well up to this point. And then we go and squat and lift up that that box. And guess what? All of a sudden, our lower back is inflamed. And that's because, again, you're exercising, but that wasn't your intention coming into this experience. You just wanted to help a friend out and maybe get some free pizza or something. But now you are injured and the same thing can happen in our relationships. While we've gotten through certain circumstance that were trying and grueling and tough and we remained intact, we remained emotionally stable There will be other situations that we find ourselves in or we have found ourselves in where we were injured, we were compromised, and we reacted to a situation in a way where we didn't even recognize ourselves. And that's because the stability that the situation required was well beyond our stage of development. So not to brag or anything, but because I exercise here and there, if I were to help a friend out in moving and doing so for hours, I'd be pretty good because all of the compromising positions that moving puts a person in, I tend to put myself in, in the gym and it's important for us to be intentional about our development personally and the mastering of our emotions so that, again, when we find ourselves in a situation, we can intentionally place ourselves there knowing that we can handle it because we've intentionally made this a strength of ours opposed to just being subject to unintentional development. So I think it's important to ask yourself, how am I developing intentionally so that I may be the master of my emotions. Are you in community with people regularly where you're having conversation and you have the ability to be honest about where you're at and you're allowing other people that are actually wise and that care about you to kind of peer into your circumstance and critique it? That is something that serves us in our emotional development. Are you serving Without the consequence or the result of being paid or acquiring something, when we give our time, our resources, our talents without expecting something back, then we are likely developing a ton of qualities and characteristics and among them is likely the development of our emotionality. And for those of us that have served long enough and in a bunch of different scenarios, you know that you end up in some weird situations. (laughs) So those situations end up being contributors to developing these super important qualities. Or you can just think of the simplicity of facing conflicting situations, having hard conversations, simply exercising responsibility over what you are responsible for. People that literally just step up in their lives don't necessarily do more than they need to do but step up adequately according to their responsibilities, those are people that develop emotionally. And many of you can look at the people in your life. You can look at your some of the people in your inner circle or immediate outer circle. And you can see that there are some people that just don't step up to the plate. And as a result, many of them end up being in this state of emotional infancy. And this is oftentimes due to people simply stepping back from their responsibilities. So I'm going to take some time to get into some of the results or the consequences of both emotional instability as well as emotional stability and what those things produce in our lives. But before getting into that, I want you to ask yourself, are you intentionally developing this quality or are you just allowing things to kind of come at you and you are doing so unintentionally? Because if we are not developing this skill set, this muscle intentionally, then there is a 100 percent chance of experiencing injury and injury not only compromises and harms you, but it also harms your marriage relationship, the kids present, the family unit and all that the blended family can be. So let's get into first emotional instability and what that produces, what that results in. And we'll start with manipulation. What that really is, is behaving in a way that serves our desires. When we are being manipulative, we're not concerned with what's best for others and the greater outcome of the family. It's really just rooted in selfishness. And we can, again, this is another thing that functions on a spectrum so while the milder forms of manipulation may consist of us benefiting and other people not necessarily being harmed or inconvenienced, but it just doesn't serve really anybody else that can be considered manipulation. And then there are the extreme ends where someone is doing a certain thing literally for their service, for their pleasure, for their self preservation, and it results in extreme compromise for other people, extreme harm or or hurt, and there's just an absence of concern for their experience. Manipulation really just comes down to control. And for some of us that are are struggling in our environment, and there's just a lot of pressure. Maybe there is something that we do mildly, subconsciously and we want to reestablish some internal control, some control over our person because many step parents are familiar with this feeling of an absence of control. We may feel like we are immersed in the life and the circumstance of our significant other and their children and all that that presents. So we feel like we're subject to all of these things. And there's something that we want to do to kind of just reestablish some autonomy and some control over our lives. And that's a form of manipulation, a milder form. There isn't this extreme hurt or harm that is caused on the ends of other people, but the alternative exists, the extreme of causing much harm, to the point where there is division and there is frustration and discouragement produced in the family as a result moving on to the second thing that emotional instability results in that being childish behavior that is tantrums shutting down withholding affection And a litany of other behaviors that both threaten relationships as well as robs our relationships of things that are important for their strengthening and development. And once again, I will say that this is these things are fairly normal. It's normal to in the marriage relationship as well as family to have moments where we experience such things as like a mini tantrum, like it happens shutting down here and there where you feel like I don't have anything to say, or I, I don't feel I have room to say anything. It will not be received well. So I'm, I'm just going to shut it down <laughs> for a minute. It's great when we get to a place where we can communicate, Hey, like I just need some, a moment to process. I need some time. We've gotten to the point in our relationship <laughs> where Mark is asking, all right, how much time you need? And I'm just like, dang it woman. Uh, but the ability to communicate that this is where I am at, at this very moment, it is a passing thing. And I will then be able to reassume an emotional state that will allow for us to get back to the whole exchange of affection. It is a normal thing to experience in relationships. However, Instability gives attention to the feelings that scream the loudest. So while we understand that those things are essential for a thriving relationship, as far as connection, the ability to communicate freely, affection with our spouse, as well as our children, we all know very well that those things are important. However, when we are in a state of emotional instability, We place emphasis on those loud feelings and whatever is causing them. And then the outcome of connection, cohesion in our relationships, those just become lesser priorities while these loud emotions are getting all of our attention. And one really tricky thing that our feelings do is that they attempt to mask themselves as the truth. They say, this is the reality of your situation. This is really how you feel. And the louder those feelings are and the longer we allow them to stick around, the more they look and sound like truth to us. And then we are more likely to legitimize the tantrums, the shutting down, the frustration, the withholding of sex, the resentment toward children, and the list goes on and on and on. And childish behavior in a position of authority is a super dangerous thing. And the third thing, that emotional instability Results in is foregoing responsibility and authority. This is when we get to the point where we're just saying, yo, I'm throwing in the towel or we get to a point where we say I'm no longer doing my part until I see them or my significant other do their part. So I quit until I have some evidence that they're willing to put in because I feel like I'm holding this whole thing together. And the whole nacho parenting movement is also part of this issue of emotional instability where people are like, not my kid, not my problem. It's garbage. It's trash. I'm sorry. Just straight up honest. It's garbage. And I don't mean that to be harsh. Are there certain situations where someone does feel very taxed and they feel like they are doing much of the work and they're the reason why this whole situation is being sustained. Sometimes that can that can be a reality and when you arrive at that point, you need to reorder your marriage relationship as well as how you guys divvy up responsibilities. What should not happen is a throwing in of the towel. What should not happen is the rejection of the children that are not biologically yours. What should not happen is you having this immense regret or buyer's remorse as a result of saying I do and committing to blending this family. That's what should not happen. That is a consequence of emotional instability. Are there some things that need to be reordered, reestablished, and you need to work on your foundation of your marriage and your family? Yes, 100% address it. Some of what you are feeling, what you felt as a stepparent, those things are real. We should allow our emotions at times to serve as indicators that something is off and something needs to be made right. We should not, however, arrive at a point where we're convinced that this is not what's best for you or this is no longer worth it because someone's not holding up their supposed end of the deal. Honestly, there are too many families falling apart because of inconvenience or because of draining circumstance. Uh, Those things happen in family, but according to the exchange of vows, according to promises made to both significant other as well as the children, those reasons to disband a family are illegitimate. They're just not good enough. And while that is often, way too often, the ultimate consequence as far as the family falling apart, it starts in seed form and it begins from a place of emotional instability. When we are unstable emotionally and we are not intentionally developing the skill set and this muscle, then we provide the perfect ground for these seeds of dysfunction to take root. It never starts at a extreme point. But if we are entertaining some of these lies that are masking themselves as truth and we just do so over time and we just want our circumstance and how our relationship is playing out to affirm the truth about our role and what our family is then we're just setting ourselves up for failure and our families deserve better than that. You believe that, I believe that. So let's get into what emotional stability results in. We'll start with thick skin. I recorded an episode previously talking about how to develop thick skin. Listen to that episode if you have not already, but thick skin is essential for functioning as a step parent. And to achieve thick skin without hardening, there can be a hardening of the heart. And that's when we create emotional, spiritual, and even physical distance from ourselves, our significant others, and the lot. While thick skin, on the other hand, allows for us to become durable as we are able to go through situations with endurance. And we have the ability to withstand hardship we're also able to face discomfort and remain intact. We, we face that stuff without falling apart. We can be in the presence of tension without crumbling and feeling as if we have to compromise or become a, a yes man or woman, or we have to resort to some type of defensive mechanism such as anger or shutting down. Uh, Thick skin also affords us some foresight, the ability to prepare for the challenges that are and the ones to come. Thick skin is a blessing and it's a result of emotional stability. It is something that we should all aspire toward, but step parents need it. And the second thing is patience Uh, and patience is a virtue for the blended family. We're in the long game and we invest today for the sake of tomorrow. And as a step parent or a step parent prospect, you either know this very well right now or you will learn in the very near future. Like next week, this whole idea of instant gratification or immediate results, overnight changes, those are just unrealistic concepts. And this mindset is a threat to our role and relationships. This is not an insta grow, just add water type of situation when it comes to functioning as a step parent. It is not. It is a constant sowing seeds over time, being diligent, being consistent. And there are moments where you will see the fruit of your investment and enjoy those (laughs) because they feel amazing. It's like, wow, that what I'm doing is actually working. My efforts actually matter. Enjoy it because you might not see another (laughs) sign of fruit for quite some time. And nonetheless, investing and sewing and being consistent are important. And just to hit the nail on the head all the more, another word for patience is long-suffering. And you can probably guess what that term means. It means to suffer for a long time. And patience affords us the ability to suffer for a long time. And when I say suffering, I'm not saying that you should settle To experience death, just this disastrous state of relationship and suffering, because that's all your family will ever be. That is not, let's not be dramatic. That is not what I'm saying. I'm just acknowledging the reality that we need to be able to endure for extended periods of time, many a times throughout our blending process. And as a result, we become more resilient. We grow in that area of patience and we find ourselves unmoved by the things that may have moved us before. I love the fact that I can look back at my history and see the growth in that this thing before that just killed me and hurt me and caused me to shut down, have those tantrums And my emotional instability was made apparent. Now I find myself in those same situations and they don't even scratch the surface when it comes to threatening my peace or causing me to compromise my role or my family in any way. It's a direct result of embracing the concept and the reality that for the sake of my family doing well, I must learn to suffer and to suffer for a long time. And I'll honestly deal with that if it means for the success of my family. And lastly, the third thing that emotional stability produces is joy. And joy is a great thing. When we have emotional stability, we are more likely to recognize the joyful moments. There are a ton of moments that are strenuous, that are challenging for a lot of reasons, And when we are unstable, we tend to place emphasis on those things. We just imagine our relationships being this grueling process. But when we have emotional stability, we know joy is around the corner, it's coming, and we are more likely to take advantage of them, recognize them when we are stable. So we are more likely to focus on the wins and not just the struggles. We are more likely to take advantage of the moments of peace and get our batteries refilled. So, again, when we are stable, we're paying attention and we can we have a read on where we're at. So we can recognize, hey, I'm on the other side of a storm or I just have this moment where I can take advantage of recharging and doing what I need to do in order to arrive at a place where, again, my cup is full and I can pour out again. And this happens as a result of having a more optimistic perspective about things. And I've been on the opposite end when I've I've had more of a pessimistic perspective where I'm just like, dude, things are just going to be hard. Things are just going to be challenging. So what's the point? What is the point in making these efforts to recharge myself, just constantly allowing the negative thoughts and, and feelings to ruminate? And we are more likely to recognize and see the things that we're meditating on. So if we've been through some struggles, we can remain optimistic about the fact that this only lasts so long, and then we will have opportunities to, again, get refilled. And also when we're stable emotionally, we are quicker to forgive because we just don't have time for that. We know what that produces in our life, and we just don't want to entertain that state of being or the consequences that that reaps in our lives and the lives of other people. When we are emotionally stable, we are more likely to discern that a child is available for connection and we are more likely then to take advantage of that opportunity. For many of us step parents, there is a feeling of a lack of connection. And that's a result of literally just connection, not really transpiring, not really being able to see eye to eye. And then there's the biological component where you don't feel the draw and the child may not feel the draw toward you. But when we remain optimistic, we're emotionally stable. We don't make it about the child. And their lack of desire to connect with us, nor do we arrive at this place of selfishness where we're just like this child needs to prove that they want to connect with us. And if we're being honest, come on, step parents, let's keep it real. Some of us are like that. Been there where it's just like, baby girl, just prove that you, you care that like <laughs> my efforts have meant something in your life. Let's keep it real. But when we avoid kind of coming to that place and drawing those conclusions, then we are more likely to recognize those moments of connection, potential connection that can take place. And that can totally change your relationship. They can, but it requires you to be stable. We have to maintain a sound mind in order to recognize such things. And we are also more likely to look past the thoughts and And the feelings that are screaming for attention and hold to the truth when we choose when we choose to be emotionally stable and we are intentional about developing and honing ourselves and our state of being. And all of those are a consequence of joy. And I have no doubt that you guys are able to kind of gauge your joy, level of joy in your recent history, as well as its correlation with all of those things that you're more likely to do on the other side of maintaining emotional stability. We miss out on all of those things when we are unable to do so. So does this sound like a pretty important quality? Sure does. This is definitely a characteristic that is important for everybody, and it is especially important for that step parent. You don't have to be perfect in this area as you are courting, as you are in your early stages of marriage and developing your blended family. You do not have to be at a point of perfection. In fact, We don't arrive at perfection on this side of eternity. We are developing for the remainder of our lives. But this is an area worthy of our intention and the fruit will speak for itself. You guys are awesome. We will talk soon. Hope it helped. Peace. thanks for tuning in i hope you heard something throughout the episode that could make all the difference please take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of that blended goodness episodes are up and running on the second and fourth wednesday of each month until then do not settle for anything less than what's possible